Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Steve. And this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy meet Batman in Batman is Ryle. Alright, we're back for another exciting episode of the 1966 Batman TV series. Yes, we are. It's part, <laughs> it's, it's part two of a, a Joker story. Yeah, and I like the... I really like this episode. I like this two-parter. Um, yeah, I do too. You mentioned last time the last episode was your favorite of all the episodes. I think this might be my favorite so far. Oh my god! Of the ones I can remember, at least. So. The ones you can remember. Um. So, I don't know. How, how have you been? I don't even know what to say. I'm, uh, so... I'm pretty well. I'm. I know it's kind of hard because I'm riled myself right now. So. I know. I, I I watched this episode. I got so riled up. I I had to lay down. I did good, too. A good did 20 too. minutes. So I, I recommend. Just, I actually slept for 24 hours straight. <laughs> if anyone is listening to this podcast now, you, if you're driving, pull over. If you are, um, if you are, uh, if you're outside, machinery. Oh, definitely doing so. Stop that right now. Go sit down, find a quiet place because this will rile you up, and you don't want to be in public when that. Drink happens. plenty of fluids. <laughs> Be in a, a, a calming environment, because this episode, yes. whew, man, this is a good one. Um, are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Let's do this thing. We have some information on this episode. Uh, sure. It was uh, written by Robert Dozer, directed by Don Weiss. And the original air date was January 27th, 1966. And many of the events in this episode are based on Batman number 73, Joker's Utility Belt, which I've actually read it. Because it's should, reprinted in the Joker's, uh, the greatest Joker stories ever told. We should, uh, we should cover that. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, yeah let's, that'd be fun. I actually have the, uh, the, the hardcover version of the greatest Joker stories oh, ever really? told. Oh, really? Yes, because I'm... I'm sure you know because I've said I've told you, and I'm pretty sure I've said on the show that the Joker is my favorite comic book character. There you go. Last episode, the Joker broke out of prison. He attempted to steal some jewels from a modern art museum. Don't ask. Uh, but he was <laughs> foiled by Batman and his utility belt. The the Joker blames a lot on the utility belt, but it's it's mostly Batman. The utility belt's not really doing that that much. I like to think that actually Batman's not doing much in the utility belt, he's doing everything. <laughs> so this Joker decides to build a utility belt of his own. He plans on stealing the SS Gotham, a giant... And it looks just like Batman's utility belt, except that it has a Joker face on yeah, it. Yeah, not very creative there. Do you think he went to a store and said, I want a belt? Do you think in the Goth in Gotham City, you can go to, like, a Spencer's Gifts and find, like, faux Batman <laughs> utility belts? Probably, yeah. But it says, like, Bat-Guy... Yeah, it's, it's a knockoff. Yeah, that's what yeah, the Joker Yeah, guy belt or something. Put a sticker of himself on the front and called it a day. The Joker plans on stealing the SS Gotham, which is a giant cruise liner. Uh, first, he must take out Batman and Robin. Obviously, they're going to get in the way if he tries to steal that. The Joker uh, poses that as a clown in an opera. Batman and Robin show up, but they were grabbed by the Joker's goons, and we left the dynamic duo as they were about to be unmasked by the Joker. The narrator says, the worst is yet to come. He says that every episode. I'm, it's it's starting to be like the boy who cried wolf a little bit. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I'm, not later, I'm, not, I'm not believing it anymore. We open in the opera house. The Joker, he's moving towards Batman and Robin. He's going to unmask him on live TV, because remember, this 
opera broadcast is being this opera is being broadcast on live TV for some reason. He's very slowly moving towards him. He's Do you notice savoring. the people in the bar are just sitting there? They're not like, oh my god, this is what's going to happen. They're just kind of sitting there very calmly. Yeah, yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very they, weird. They don't really care. The Joker, he's he's very slowly moving towards Batman and Robin. He's savoring this moment. So let's say he does unmask them. Do you think that he knows who Bruce Wayne is? Because the the Penguin didn't know who Bruce Wayne That's was. That's true. I didn't think of that. So he's going to unmask him, and with it, it, I feel like that would be a very anticlimactic moment because yeah. a lot of superheroes are aren't famous. I mean, yeah. you would unmask them, and then you you know, okay, it's a who's Oliver Queen. <laughs> I, don't know. I know he was like he at one time he was wealthy, but. By the time he was in the 70s, this is true, like, in the 70s, he was, like, working as a janitor for, like, some sort of <laughs> computer company or something. I mean, it's like, oh, no. Or, or, or you know, Spider-Man, right? You would take yeah. out... It's, oh, Peter Parker. He's a high school student. <laughs> no one knows who he is. It's, I, mean, I mean, really, when you think about it, like, like elongated man, Ralph Dimmy is, like, famous, and everyone knows that he's a elongated man. Like, everyone knows who Reed Richards is. And yeah. Everyone knows he's also Mr. Fantastic. So, like, the people that are famous, it's like... It's not unknown. Iron Man, right? yeah. yeah, like people know who, oh, that's Tony Stark. I mean, it's not really, and these guys are legitimately famous, and people know that they are the alter ego. But these guys that are like a Barry Allen, like they hold it so close. Like, oh, what if someone finds out I'm Barry Allen? Well, who cares? If I, if, like if I ran into like the Columbus CSI guy, I wouldn't even know, I wouldn't even know who he is yeah. if I ran into him. yeah. Just uh, as the Joker reaches up to unmask Batman, Batman <laughs> reaches for his utility belt and throws an explosive, causing the sprinkler system to go off. Did you notice the Joker is is not actually getting wet? I mean, I think they had the water falling in front of him, but he's not getting wet. They, they <laughs> I guess the makeup would have been messed up, but... Cesar it's little... Romero probably... I mean, Cesar Romero refused to shave his mustache. He probably said, I'm not getting wet. Yeah, what's the deal with that mustache? It's, it's very weird. It's the stash that made him famous. Like, Cesar Romero was known as, like, a, kind of like, a, I guess, a heartthrob when he was younger. Yeah. Kind of like a, a handsome actor. Yeah. And he always had this mustache. And so I think, uh... It's really not working for me, but, you know. Uh, so the Joker throws an explosive of his own and escapes. <laughs> Robin says the Joker's getting away, and Batman and Robin kind of stand there for a few seconds. Uh, it's really awkward, and Batman finally says, oh, I'll, I'll go get him. Is it, I guess Batman, <laughs> no one wanted to climb that ladder. Yeah, was was Batman expecting Robin to uh, go? I don't know. Batman chases after the Joker. He climbs up the ladder to a catwalk, uh, and uh, Batman says, yeah, "I've got you trapped as a duly uh, as a duly deputized agent of the law. Um, I put you under arrest." It's, I thought that I thought that Batman was a vigilante. Why is? Yeah, you know, I think he was just lying. That was a he, that was a bluff. That was a that was a bat lie. <laughs> As Batman approaches him, he pulls out some knives from his utility belt. I guess they were knives. They were kind of like, maybe... He's going to cut the Joker. Uh, the Joker says, oh, you got those knives? How about some confetti? Uh, it's not really confetti. It's ribbon. Yeah, I know. He shoots it out. It ties up Batman. How does, how does that work? Uh, like, the physics behind his confetti uh, gun it, it's, thing. It's, it's Joker confetti. It's special. It's a Joker product. <laughs> he, he ties not, up Batman. Uh, not and Brand X. <laughs> 
and escapes. Batman says, next time, we'll hand out the door prizes. Um, really weird thing to say. I didn't quite get that. So they're really being kind of foiled here by the Joker's utility belt. Later, It's really something else. <laughs> later, we see Batman, Robin, and Alfred. They're watching a news broadcast in the Batcave. Alfred's actually sitting down. This is the first time I've seen him sitting down in this oh whole series. God. I can point that He's out. He's being docked pay for a whole day. <laughs> the newscaster says, Will the Joker's utility belt prove to be Batman and Robin's ultimate undoing? Uh, they cut to an interview with Gordon and O'Hara. Gordon says, you know, heaven help us if Batman and Rob, Robin are stopped by this utility boat. O'Hara says, amen, and everyone, the, the newscaster kind of looks at him. Glory hog. Yeah, the newscaster didn't, he's like, all right, can we get an interview with Gordon? And he shows up and O'Hara's there. He's like, who is this, who is this guy? And, and now O'Hara's like butting in. It's, it's really weird. Uh, the Joker released a press release when he got his utility belt, like, attention <laughs> press. Joker got utility belt. He, like he, he tweeted about it, actually, and the press <laughs> caught on. Yeah, well. Uh, the anchor goes on to I don't to like say, how Sha Shaq tweeted his retirement. Joker tweets his utility belt. <laughs> the anchor goes on to say that a crime wave has broken out in Gotham. The criminals are all emboldened by Batman and Robin's failure <laughs> to capture the Joker. Uh, the newscaster says, you know, he can sum up the feelings of Gotham by what his son said. His son said a prayer at his bedside last night. Um, and I'm going to just quote what the son said, because I, I want to get your thoughts on this. He said, God bless mommy, God bless daddy, God bless my dog Spot, and please Batman save us. W was that prayer directed towards Batman? He doesn't say, please God help Batman save us. He says, please Batman save us. Is Batman a god? In Gotham? Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's like, I'm your god now. Like when he first showed up and he was on that guy's show. Yeah. Batman literally said, I'm your god now. <laughs> Just then we see the camera shaking. The Joker has taken over the news broadcast. He sets the, up at the... Sh shades of the Dark Knight. Yeah, I know. Another, this is very kind of cool, yeah. He's, he, he sets up at the newscaster's table with his goons. They're playing a game show called What's My Crime? And it's actually interesting. Cesar Romero was on an episode of What's My Line in the 50s. Yes. So, there you go. Um... So the Joker, he, he says he feels bad for Batman. He wants to give them a clue, give them some help. He calls them Fat Man and the boy Blunder. Robin, he, reads Mad he reads Mad Magazine, obviously. Robin is pissed at that. He hates being called the boy Blunder. I know, I know. So the Joker, you, you would think Batman would hate being called Fat Man, but he doesn't really care. Yeah, Batman's like, just don't worry about it, Robin. Uh, the Joker's goons are asking him some questions. Uh, they say, does this crime involve a belt? The Joker says, yes, it does. And there's going to be a switch. Just then, the cops show up at the studio. The Joker leaves. But before he leaves, he says, what's wrong with this sentence? He who laughs, last laughs good. Uh, Alfred points out that the sentence was grammatically incorrect. Alfred is a grammar Nazi. He's always pointing out stuff like that. Yes. It's very annoying. And Harriet hates Alfred because <laughs> he's always picking on her on his. Uh, he's always picking on her grammar. Uh, Alfred says it should be laughed well, not good. Batman says that's it. Professor James A. Laugh well. Remember, remember when uh, the one episode where he goes, "Oh, Dick, how are you doing today?" And Dick was like, "Oh, I'm doing good." And Alfred was like, "No." Bat Superman does good. You do well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Batman realizes. <laughs> Batman realizes that's it. Professor James A. Laughwell 
Robin says, he just got back from Africa with a collection of rare masks and objects of art. They're being stored at a warehouse. How, they are up on all the news. I know, how does he know that it's just stored, stored? Oh, forget it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So they, they race off. They, we later, they pull up to the warehouse uh, they use a bat rope to climb up to a window, and they bust through. Um, they could have been wrong. They could have. This could have not been where the Joker was, and in which case they've just broken a window at this innocent person's warehouse. So. Do you think they care? <laughs> the Joker is inside with his goons. Thankfully, uh, a fight breaks out. This is actually a really cool fight. It's very well choreographed. Um, Robin swings from a light. Uh, the goons are crashing through tables. The Joker tackles Batman and then gets up and runs off with his goons. Uh, Batman throws an explosive from his utility belt. It explodes and confetti rains down everywhere. It's actually very and a very impressive display. It's a very small explosive with all this confetti. The Joker has switched his utility belts. So now he's got Batman's. I guess he does, but he doesn't really use it. No, he doesn't. So. How does Batman get it back? I guess at the end he just... I, I don't know. That's a spoiler right there. Batman does get the utility belt back somehow. He just doesn't use the Jokers from that point on. Batman says he's hit us below the belt, but they not really. That's not exactly true. The Joker he, hit he him. He hit him on the belt. He hit them on the belt, but it, that's not as dramatic. Uh, we see a montage of front page news of the Gotham City Times. Uh, they say headlines such as crime wave grows, police powerless. That's actually a very common headline. That's... That. <laughs> Batman and Robin foiled again. The Joker is wild. That that's true. That's a that should have been yesterday's headline. We see Batman, or we see in the Batcave. Robin is reading the papers. He he's very upset. He he hates bad press. He says we look like page one dumbbells, and pa- Batman's like, look, the press they they just have to report the truth, and if we're being foiled time and time again, that's what they report. Batman believes in the integrity of news. He so. believes that there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> the only bad press is no press. Uh, as, we, long as, you're, as long as your name's getting ink, you're doing fine. <laughs> Robin's like, how are we going to, how are we ever going to stop the Joker? He's just, his utility belts, it's just, we, we can't stop him. Batman says, you know, the Joker's obviously is planning some giant crime. He's going to mess up eventually. He'll trap himself. Let's just kind of go, let's do whatever we're doing. Batman is patient. Uh, Robin's thinking about the SS Gotham launch, which they have to go to later that day. If you remember, Batman and Robin are going to be christening this new cruise ship, which the Joker is planning on stealing. Uh, Robin dreads facing the people of Gotham. He's, he's really not looking forward to that. Batman doesn't care. <laughs> we cut to the Joker's hideout. Joker's also reading the papers. He's very happy. He's, you know, he's foiling Batman. It's front page news, day after day. He's talking to his henchmen about stealing the SS Gotham, um... He explains that he's going to replace the champagne cork that Batman and Robin are going to use with another cork that um, this other cork is going to shoot off this gas that will knock out Batman and Robin. They could kidnap them, get them out of the way, and hold them for ransom. That's how he's going to steal. The best thing is when the thug, when when Joker first pulls out the champagne, the thug goes, are we going to get him drunk? (laughs) That's that's not a bad idea. That was the best thing. Are we going to get him drunk? The, that that goon knows. 
Batman's he really one does. weakness is the bottle. Batman is Batman is a straight up alcoholic. <laughs> there was there was going to be an episode of the Batman sixty six series called Demon in a Bottle. <laughs> so, but you know, it's not a bad plan. The Joker might get the ship, and does he? What's he going to do after that? Does he know how to captain it? Does he know how it works? What's he going to do? Go out to the sea? It's not a very great. He didn't think in the future for this one. Joker's plan is just this. Ride the boat out out into international waters and then smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> that's that's all his plan was. Later at the SS Gotham christening, we see Batman and Robin and Gordon and and like five other people there. It's not a I, I, you would think this would be a bigger deal, not really. You would think so, but yeah. uh, Gordon announces to the crowd that Batman and Robin are there. The crowd starts heckling them. Robin and, and and Batman says, "50 years ago, we would have hung you guys upside down and stuck forks <laughs> up your asses." He was acting like Michael Richards. Uh, so they get the champagne. Uh, Batman's acting very weird. He takes a look at the champagne. He's like, "Hmm." He's like, "You know what? I got a headache. I'm going to take this tablet." Um, Robin, why don't you take one too? And Robin's like, I, I'm not going to take that. Batman's like, just take it. Robin will do anything Batman says. You're <laughs> pressure. Um, Batman smash all kinds of stuff. And then like Robin wakes up in the morning and goes, Oh, I don't remember what I did last night. Oh, what happened? <laughs> fishing. He's trip. always like roofies, everything. <laughs> yes. Fishing trips. Uh, uh, Batman smashes the bottle against the boat. It releases gas. Batman and Robin get knocked out. The Joker and his henchmen, they, I guess they were hiding nearby and no one noticed. They run up, kidnap Batman and Robin later in the Joker's lair. He's broadcasting. He's got a whole setup there, able to broadcast out. He's broadcasting the terms for the releasing Batman and Robin. He wants the SS Gotham. It, it's only a bad plan. That's all he wants, you know. Hand it over and he'll hand Batman and Robin back. He's got Batman and Robin kind of set up on this. Uh, like this block with this executioner there with an axe. It's very dramatic. That would be incredibly gruesome to chop their heads off there on TV. Yeah. He was going to. But uh, Batman and Robin, they jump up. They're not knocked out after all. They're okay because they took those pills before they broke the bottle. Those pills are a universal antidote. Again, I don't know how Batman has access does, to these kind of. I was going to say, how does that work anyway? Universal antidote pill. <laughs> Things to, not every pill works exactly the same. No, it's a, the science is not not great there. I I don't know. I think what really happened is the Joker's uh, knockout gas wasn't really that strong. The pills did nothing. They're placebos, <laughs> the sugar pills. Um, Alfred put them in there. He tells them that it's a universal drug and a pill, but it's and really they, they just believe it. Whatever. Um, but uh, Joker's like, how did you know? How did? What's that? Power of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Joker's like, how did you, how did you know that the cork on the bottle wasn't? Yeah, how did you know to take those pills? Batman said he he noticed the cork on the bottle wasn't aged properly. Batman loves wine. His favorite movie is Sideways. Sideways. He's a huge wine snob. He he inspects the cork of every wine bottle he comes yes. into contact. With. He does. So he's uh, been on the he's been on the cover of Wine Tasters magazine. <laughs> A fight breaks out. Confetti is going everywhere. Um, this is another really good fight. Uh, Batman takes the Joker's utility belt, throws it on the ground. Robin is smashing guys with these big ceramic clown heads. Uh, the Joker steps on his utility belt. It explodes. It knocks him out. Later, we see Batman and Robin uh, tying up the Joker and his henchmen. The Joker's mistress comes in. She's trying to escape, and Batman's like, we've got to arrest you, too. Uh, she tries to seduce Batman, but it doesn't work. No. He's not he into. Says, he says, "Like poor pitiful child." Yeah, she's 
He's not into blondes, I think. He's no, poor. He's, he's, he says, poor, pitiful child, if only you were brunette. Exactly. Later at Wayne Manor, we see Bruce, Dick, and Alfred watching the news. Alfred is standing up. He learned his lesson. He did. And then, and he, got, he, got, he got 30 lashes that night. <laughs> there's even a chair right there. He could sit down if he wanted. The newscaster saying the crime wave has ended. Harriet comes in. She doesn't even say anything. She turns off the TV a little rude because, you know, Bruce is watching that. She says... Bruce Bruce pays the bills in that house. <laughs> not, not in Harriet. Harriet, uh, she tells Dick uh, it's time for his piano lesson. Dick says, do I have to? Bruce says, I doubt whether even Batman would want to oppose Aunt Harriet. Uh, I'd like to see that, actually. I'd when like does Aunt see- Harriet become a rogue? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Uh, Dick goes off to practice piano, and the Joker, I guess, is locked up, probably playing softball in a prison somewhere, building another giant spring, something like that. <laughs> uh, a, a, a great episode. Cesar Romero is he's really great as a Joker. I'm glad they didn't use Frank Sinatra. Sinatra? Hey, Batman. <laughs> that, was a, that, was, that was a horrible Frank Sinatra. He would have just been... <laughs> oh, my God. Is, it, is Frank Sinatra back from the dead over there? Is that... I think so. The Joker would have just been holding like a glass of scotch and smoking a cigar. And... The entire time, yeah. Batman would have been a musical. Yes. So another great episode. Next week's episode is a Mister Freeze episode, it, which is somewhat relevant because uh, maybe this is oldish news now, but uh, another Mister Freeze has been in the news, right? The governor of California. Yes. Maybe? Yes. I don't know. So. Wow, that's true. The next you... episode is titled "Instant Freeze." It's a good, it's, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure I it's good. <laughs> part, part two is called Rats Like Cheese. They do. They, See, you I learn, know. you learn when you, uh, when you watch this show, when you listen to yeah, Steve you, and Andy, you get facts. Rats, rats like cheese. They do. And, uh, uh, Arnold was in, has been in the news recently. That's and, true. Uh, that's been in the news. Uh, I can't really think of any other, any other. News facts, though, can you? Uh, not really. I mean, rats like cheese, other than that. Yeah. Um. So, we have a contest uh, that we announced last episode, and uh, this the, the contest is the Name My Cat contest. I am getting a cat very soon. I don't have a name picked out. You can name it. If you email us a name, uh, you will be entered into the contest. You win a signed photograph of Andy's cats and of my yet-to-be-named cat, these Photographs will be signed by the cats themselves. And you also win a another prize that it, if, if you're not in into the signed photographs, I don't know why you would. You, I imagine that people are going to get these photographs and hang them up in their living room. But uh, if that's not enough for you, there will be another prize that will be slightly more Batman related. That is a fantastic prize. Any Anyone, even if you hate Batman, you're going to love this prize. Yes. <laughs> It'd be weird if you hated Batman and listened to this show. Uh, yeah, it would be weird, but it could happen. You know, Maybe they people like us so much that they just deal with the Batman stuff just to hear. That's true. Hear yeah, that's, I didn't think of that. So that's if you true. want to enter the contest, email us at steveandandy at gmail.com. Email us with a cat name. If you can't think of a cat name, you can also email us with um, any question, any life question that you have, relationship a- advice. A dog name. A dog name. A iguana name. Yes. Uh, you know, anything anything you want to know, just email us, stevenandy at gmail.com. Check out our blog, steveandandy.blogspot.com. You can go there for 
pictures from the episodes, other funny Batman stuff. You can also get our back episodes there. Not all of our episodes are uh, can be on iTunes at one time, but you can go there and download any episode that you want at any time. It's it's very convenient. Yeah, it is convenient. <laughs> I like to think it is. Also, you can leave us a review on iTunes. We like getting reviews. Um, it makes us feel warm and fuzzy that people like our show. It, it probably would make us feel warm and fuzzy if people hated our show. I like strong emotions towards our show, either negative or positive. Can I... Uh, here's a little quick little uh, uh, Frank Sinatra tie-in. Yeah. The, uh, the gal that played uh, Joker's girlfriend in this, Queenie. Okay. That was Nancy name, yeah. Nancy Kovacs. Okay. Her real name. She was in The Silencers in 1966, starring Dean Martin. There you go. A Rat Pack member. So you you could tell that the, this this role was written for old blue eyes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, um, Andy. Any Actually, what I like to think is that she's she does The Silencers. She's cast as Queenie. Old blue eyes went up to Dean and said, hey, Deanie boy, Deanie baby, I'm going to be working with this Nancy Kovacs in a Batman, what do you think? And Dean's like, hey, Frank, old blue eyes, chairman, I'd turn it down if I were you. Hubba, hubba, hubba. <laughs> Those were good impressions of uh, Dean Martin <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Uh, that, uh, that is what happened. That, that's historically accurate, so you can take, you can, <laughs> you can tell all your friends that. Andy, any closing comments? Anything else to say? Anything about the contest? Any words uh, of advice to potential... If, if people are out there thinking of a name, what would you, what would you tell them? Short. Cat names are always better. Five letters, maybe. Uh, so that might drop out Queenie. But, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, the cat, it, it's, it's not... It could be a male or female name. It doesn't matter. Yes. So. Yeah, who cares? All right, um... Thank you, everybody, for listening. Enter the contest. It, it will be over in the summer, so... You, you Enter got the dragon. <laughs> Andy, I will talk to you later. All right, I'll talk to you later. See you. See you. To give.